There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Butter me up, Daddy. It's the morning after. KPNTFM HD2. Hey, girl. Candy girl, think about it. This headphone jacked up. It's just. Every day I. Yeah, mine kind of comes on. There it is. I got to figure it out. Nope. Okay. Gone again. Oh. God bless us all. Uh, welcome back. It's TMA. We're in the Michelob Ultra Studios. My name is Tim McKernan. If you're watching on YouTube, and you should be, I mean, what a wonderful chat they have going in there. Uh, Doug is on top of me. I am not. On YouTube you are? Oh. And Plowhawk. Ooh, look. I'll turn this way? No, I'll have to turn this way. Okay. And then it makes it look like I'm talking to the plowhawk. But in reality, the plowhawk is weird. this way. Isn't that fun? No, I, guess... I really like it, actually. It actually makes it... Oh, no, the wrong... No, yeah, I'm doing it now. Now I'm talking to the plowhawk. I guess it'd be better if we could that? get used to staring right into the camera. Yeah. I noticed Colin Coward on his show just stares right into the camera and just talks nonstop for as long as he has to talk. He's got... He might have a little QFTA in him. Except his... He's got... Is he contrarian type guy? Uh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. He, he started out the season with his football picks like 0-11. And people were cooking him. <laughs> or it was like 0-11-1. He like pushed on one of them. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. If you're yeah. watching on YouTube, you see the door open with Ken Strode, and then you see it see immediately close with uh, no yes. Ken Strode. Ah, uh, yes, the Strode. Well, he talked for an hour last segment, so you got to probably get a drink. Yeah, he needs to relax. <laughs> he needs a cigarette. He needs to sit down. Uh, guys, all BS aside, if the last hour and 40 minutes of entertainment mixed with investigative journalism and overall entertainment excellence does not win you all the NAB HD Multicast Award, Brian Henschen will have to launch a full-scale investigation. It's downright genius. Doug, that's from Sullivan Dean. Oh, Sullivan Dean. Sullivan Dean, nice name. If we don't win some award for that, then it's politics. Thank you. Good for you. Yeah. I imagine your dad could step in and buy us something. <laughs> Here's the thing, right now, I wouldn't say we're cash poor, but the acquisition of Hubbard last month was a cash transaction for $9 billion. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know how liquid he is. Can he borrow against some of that? Give us something? At least give you something else? Thank you. Something else. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
because I've been asking for that. Yeah. Well, Daddy, I, I want an award, and I want one now. That's mm-hmm. what I say to him. And he usually responds. He does. Gets me awards. Yeah. Damn right, dude. Uh, guys, Mad Dog had a bad weekend and literally went over all his bets for half the show on Monday. Stephen Rodwin. Horrific radio, isn't it? Isn't that just the worst? That or listen about somebody's fantasy baseball team or football team. What about bartenders who want to sleep with them? That's a little more interesting. It's one thing if it's like a podcast where it's like you kind of have to seek it out, but if you're doing it on terrestrial radio or even serious, it's like, oh boy. Yeah. Upload the podcast, Twink Boy. Gosh. Some long balls. Why won't he do it? Well, the Why? first segment was pretty long. Um, so the processing takes just a moment. But uh, You have an axe up. to grind against someone? Yeah. No, no axe to grind. I want the people to get the show as soon as humanly possible. You know, a great way to do something, like if uh, the podcast is being a little slow on the upload and you want to go back and list something, you can backtrack on YouTube. Just go back a little bit. You can. Oh, yeah. That's obviously, good. it's not optimal if you're driving. Um, hence why I try to get the podcast up as soon as possible, but mm-hmm. it's a good and a pinch. So a little tip. Okay. Sorry, I was waiting by the bathroom. There's somebody in there, the door's locked, but I think it might just be locked. Nobody's in there. Oh, I was waiting no. for a couple minutes. Nobody came out. Unless they're doing work. Mm-hmm. Dear Deidre. Yeah. A threesome gave me the best sex of my life, but I've paid the highest price for it. I've lost everything. No. I'm not sure who suggested the threesome. Me, my wife, or my best mate. We'd all had so much to drink that none of us were thinking straight. I am 39 with two lovely sons, aged 7 and 9. My soon-to-be ex-wife is 36. We were happily married for nearly 10 years. We had the big house, the cute kids, the nice cars. This is Ted Kennedy now. Blessed. You're sending this in? <laughs> yes, it is. Chappaquiddick. It sounded like it. It sounded it's like it's called the Chappaquiddick yeah. Memoirs. Okay. Now I wish I'd never befriended our next door neighbors. Back then they seemed fun. We all got on and had regular nights out. You like that? We all got no, on? No, I don't care for it. No, I don't. After one booze evening, they suggested we carry on the party at their house. Mm. But my mate's partner soon went to bed, leaving the three of us to carry on drinking in the lounge. My mate started asking us what our sexual fantasies were. Well, that's a, that's a moment, isn't it? If you're just hanging out, yeah. and then like your buddy mm. says... Crosses the line there. The conversation quickly turned to threesomes. I could tell my wife was feeling frisky, and we asked if we'd be interested. We both agreed. Moments later, both me and my mate were having sex with my wife on the sofa. No. It then happened two more times after that. Davenport or just a regular sofa? I assume it was a Davenport. I assume as well. Three months later, completely out of the blue, my wife said she's leaving me and wanted a divorce. I was devastated. I discovered she'd been seeing my mate on the quiet. You like that on the quiet? I don't care for that either, no. I moved out and my wife carried on seeing him. Jeez. She's been out with some other guys now, too. Oh! (laughs) You're out of luck, buddy. (laughs) She has changed so much now and I don't want her back. But I can't help but blame myself. 
will soon be divorced. And I'm stuck in a lousy bedsit? What's a bedsit? What in the world is that? Asking myself, what went wrong? I think you know what went wrong. (laughs) Doug, what's a bedsit? I'm going to look it up now. I think just... uh, S-I-T? Like a hostel? Is he a youth hostel? No, I think he's just... he's. A bedsit or bed-sitting room is a form of accommodation common in some parts of the United Kingdom, which consists of a single room per occupant with all occupants typically sharing a bathroom. Oh, no. That's what Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo were in, in uh, European vacation. Bedsits are included in a legal category of dwellings referred to as multiple occupation dwellings. He's in a bed's, (laughs) you know. Like a Section 8. Like a really small hotel room where you have to share a bathroom. Like a youth hostel. Yeah. Well, Deidre's going to get him through this, and that's the good news. Get him to Tavistock. Get him out of the bed sit. (laughs) Threesomes often do lead to some unexpected consequences. Yours put paid to your marriage. What the hell's that mean? Put paid to your marriage. Jackson, what does that mean? Say that again. Are there any American articles we could read? No. (laughs) Yours put paid to your marriage. Put paid. paid. I've never heard uh, that phrase. I don't know. I really don't. Put, Put paid, paid to end or destroy. Bring something to an really? end, to a natural or appropriate stopping point. So Final payment. Why Put paid to, to his debt obligations. <laughs> well, because Deidre is a wordsmith. Sally Land, okay. I apologize. But was it as happy as you remember? If your wife was feeling neglected, that mad night will have made her feel cheap. At the moment, you feel as if you've lost everything, but you can still be an involved and caring dad and in time build up to having a new home and loving relationship. Your children will be distressed and bewildered by what's happening. Some couples can make threesomes work, but it's vital to discuss boundaries and to have a well-established sense of trust first. My support pack, move it on. (laughs) Moving on to the bed sit. Move on out of there, buddy. You got screwed. Move on. I'm surprised he got to live in a hovel. I mean, he bragged about the nice cars and the big house, and you went from that to a hovel. What's the divorce uh, law in in the UK? I don't know. I don't know any divorcees in England. All wouldn't my that friends be the, are happily married. Wouldn't that be the big risk with any swinging type situation that you're going to fall in love with someone else? I've been there. I've done it, and I don't think it's. it's, it's I, but but again, here's the issue with me. I'm a I'm a deviant. I'm a godless pervert, yeah. worshiping at the altar of the threesome. And therefore, it's like, oh, I was just inside of you. I, we have no connection. <laughs> and then and, and we just move on. Oh. And, I'm, and I'm just so, I'm so comfortable with that. I recognize I might be in the minority. I said that because uh, when Learn was on the podcast and she said, and what was the title of that podcast, Jackson? Uh, all Women Are Bisexual, a very special podcast with Learn. By Curious. Very special. By Curious. It was very special. Very special. <laughs> I going to say, very special. Well, I could see if it was a, a one- or two-time deal, but I think if you did it often enough, at some point you might really kind of fall for somebody in a serious way. In my experience, though, it's always the the woman who ends up feeling neglected. It's usually the dude who enjoys it. And starts fooling around with other women because he enjoyed the strange so much. It's always usually the guy. It's not the woman that says, I'm leaving you because I love this other guy that we had sex with. Because it's usually the guy that talks the woman into doing it. Yeah, probably so. Uh, is it hard to have a threesome with your wife and buddy 
and or your neighbor. I'm not sure I could finish looking at my buddy thrusting into my wife. Doug, that's from the Orson Woods Wacko. And thrusting is such a vivid verb. Harsh word. That's a good point. Harsh. That's why uh, most guys have trouble doing it. Huh? (laughs) Well, because they they see usually a threesome is, there's, there's not a lot of threesomes. (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of foursomes. What? Really? You think there are more foursomes than threesomes? I think so. Are you saying producer Joe is right when he said it's the more popular MMF? Uh, no, it's more popular is the MMFF. I bet among among I singles, don't think so. among singles, the threesome would be more popular, and among married people, probably the foursome. I agree with. Okay, yeah. I'll go yeah, agree with that. That's what I'm talking about. Couples. Now, if it's a couple looking for somebody else, it's usually another woman. There aren't many. Th- Swingers that want another guy in the bed. Unless it's usually, it's you. It's usually another girl because learn is right, bisexual. Uh, she said bisexual. So even if, even if, yeah, even if they're not lesbians, they would rather do a threesome with another woman. And the guy's all for that. Um, but usually, if it's couples, it's usually another couple. And it's not so much swapping; it's that they enjoy having sex with their own mate next to the other couple having sex. They're really? just like having sex That's next the to kink? each other. Yeah. It's not, you take my wife, I'm going to take your wife. Because a lot of the times, unless they're very gorgeous couples, there's always going to be kind of a dog in the, in the group. And the woman, the woman doesn't want that. No. You know, okay, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I'm not sleeping with that guy. Jackson, uh, in your peers, I would imagine you know of someone who's had a threesome, correct? Yeah. But do you know anyone who's had a foursome? Foursome. No. It would be another couple. It wouldn't be two strangers you pick up and say, hey, I'm going to pick you and you to join us. It's usually another couple. Not that I'm aware of. Um, The threesome prevalent in the 20s, the foursome prevalent in the 30s, eh? Yeah, I mean, I can only speak for the 20s, but uh, that certainly happens. What age in 2023, what decade of age, i.e. 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, do you think has the most threesomes, foursomes, or more? Like 20s. Big 20s? Yeah. I don't know. 50s. I don't, yeah, I would, I, I'm going to agree with Paul Hawk. I think it would be another one. I don't know which one I would pick, but I would short the 20s. I'd say 20s. 20s. You're, you're partying more. You're drunk more. Yeah. No, last dish effort, dish effort to save the relationship. It's got to be in the mid to late 40s, early 50s. Oh, I'm in my prime time, Doug. I think people in their 40s and 50s have kids, and they don't want to ruin that. And... I'm going to bed at 9 o'clock. My foursome is going to need to take place right around 3. Mm. You're talking about just random people or people in a lifestyle because in jackson's in jackson's age group it's just we got drunk oh man we got another girl tonight you know they're not in the lifestyle it's not that they're practicing this it just yeah, happens it's kind of a free-for-all but in your 50s you're in the lifestyle and it's happening all the time so might be more organized in your 50s but prevalent i'll still stick with 20s zero no, no, i think you're wrong i really don't i don't no, think you're, i think, I think you're right too because I, there's not many people in the 20s that are practicing that lifestyle of swinging whereas the 50s you've been doing it for a while yeah that's that's my thought process i don't know if it's 50s is the right one although that might be it i think the 20s are like one-offs yeah i agree with that but do you have to be do you have to be married for it to be swinging no you have to be a couple Pick one like i could if i want to go to a swingers party i could just if i knew a girl that likes swapping hey i got a chance to go to the swingers party you're coming as my plus one then I could go because I got another girl with me. But for the most part, it's either couples or married. Would you ever 
offer up your services to couples looking for a gentleman to join them? In yeah, the, in Jackson offered his up on 101. Why don't you offer mm-hmm. yours up here on uh, TMA? I already have. You have offered yourself. How'd you do that? I, I, I haven't offered myself. I mean, it happened at Hedo with threesomes. <laughs> but I mean, how many now, times I got to tell that story? I mean, right now. Well, I don't know if it if it if it came about. Like maybe go on Facebook or Instagram yeah, and say, put, uh, like I I'll tell you right now, and, and she's a friend of the show, and I'll mention it, and she's said it on the show that she's into that lifestyle, <clears throat> is, um... <laughs> Get him, Tiger. <laughs> I really don't know where you're going with this. My friend that uh, owns Liquid and Lace. Her and her, her, her boyfriend are into that Why, lifestyle. Why, of course, Doug. Uh, the one that Jennings loved? What, who, no, that was uh, Jewel. Jewel, that's Jewel. right. Uh, no, Charisse. Ah, that's right. And I would, Charisse I would, I would love to, be I would love to participate with them. Well, where does that stand? Oh, I've never pursued it. And you well, offered it. yourself to the, to the swingers that came in here last week. Well, yeah, I said I'd sit in the corner and watch you berate me. Yeah. I wouldn't participate with them. But most are going to want you to participate be on, in, a, in a film. big way. It'd be on film. Uh, I'm not going to do no film. No, I just want to say hi, that's all. That's it? <laughs> no, okay. I mean, just check in. see ya. And I, I'm not outing her because she said, I, I think she said last time she was at one of our remotes for her foot fetish. She said that her boyfriend, the lifestyle, and I think I said something there. I said, well, call me if you need anything. And what'd she say? I think I was kidding. She didn't call. But if she would, mm. if they would reach out and say, hey, you want to come over? Yeah. Because I think they're both very attractive and I know her. She's a sweet person. Well, they're like 30 years younger than you too, right? Well, yeah, that, they don't want a 90-year-old man in there. How? awesome would it be to be playing in here while people watch out there? Mm. I don't have any awesome. actual knowledge of this, but like with people, you know, with couples especially, if you have one kid, two kid, three kids, I don't know if it matters, your 18 plus years is invested in those kids. You know, Plowhawk, kinda, mm-hmm. even though you're not in it, you're speaking the truth. So those it kids go off so... to college and you're Well, born, yeah, I guess, or, yeah. So know? I suppose if you are a couple who had children when you're younger... Then, then you get to your maybe 40s or 50s, and you're freed up. I guess it's time to to try anal with a new gentleman. <laughs> well, it sometimes, is a time. well, sometimes couples don't hang out to be couple because you're involved in sports and school with your kids. I mean, it's functions. You're hanging out with their kids' friends, parents. Like that's how. And once they go off to college and have their lives in place elsewhere. You got an empty house with two people who haven't really spent a lot of alone time together. So they bring another couple in there and bang it out. See if that works. It, it well, sounds like a porn sense Doug, I made that up, but it sounds believable, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I, I had you Well, if they had to spend a lot of alone time together, then why would they want another couple? Wouldn't they want to spend some alone time together? No, maybe they just realized after 18-some-odd years... You know, it's not clicking as once what it was because it's so... Doug, watch this. Seasons change. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. People change. Was that expose? 19... Gosh, I don't know the year. I'm going to say 88. I'm worried because I think 90's live, but I'm going to say 88 to get me 89 and 87. 87. Okay. God, could you imagine if I would have said 89? Yeah, we'd all been disappointed. <laughs> We would have probably had to end the show and then call yeah. McGraw and say, hey, man, you won. <laughs> then we'll call McGraw again. Uh, Mr. Smith is engaged, as are many of our swinging members of the show. Swinging is hot. Swinging's a high. I'll take a taste of that sweet, sweet pie. There are so many over 40 who swing in this town, and there's more coming on board every day. It's a great time to be a swinger, and that's from Mr. Smith. Mm. It's funny. A lot of Mizzou fans say it's a great time to be a tiger. Yeah. Mr. Smith says it's a great time to be a swinger. Swinger. 
And now that's always it's all married people doing it with permission. That's not just people cheating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Swingers don't cheat. Really? You can't just go out on your own and have sex. That's that's a no. But what what happened here in this dear Deidre, which of course Doug, as you know, is nonfiction. Yeah. Uh, this gentleman had a nice little threesome with his best mate, and then three months later, he's in a bed sit, and now his wife is not only banging the best mate, banging passersby. Well, they weren't swingers. Mm. He said we got into the discussion of threesomes, and we tried it a couple times. You're not a swinger. You just dabbled in something that What you makes you a swinger? Is there some ID card? Yeah, we need a definition. That's your lifestyle. You, you, you're looking for other couples. You belong to groups. You go to clubs. This guy wasn't looking for anything. It's just mates stood over. They were a little inebriated and decided to do it. That's just, exa- you know, trying it and dabbling in it. Yeah. And she's not a swinger either. Now she's a cheater. Mm. She's not doing it with other couples. She's doing it with the dude that she had in the threesome. You know, I had a friend of mine that uh, had a threesome with a married couple. And then the husband went out of town. Didn't want uh, to oh, And she called him. Doug, 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 Doug. And came over. And they had sex without telling the husband. Well, she felt That's really, cheating. Yeah, she felt really guilty. Uh, and these two aren't, the, the husband and wife are swingers, but she invited him over while he was out of town and they had sex and she felt really guilty. She told her husband when he got home and he was upset. Never talked to that guy again. Uh, Doug Michael Wellington wants to discuss it. Uh, oh. he could, he could be a bull. Uh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, the great Michael Wellington with us this morning here on uh, TMA. Hello, bull Wellington. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. How is everybody? Well, oh, we're wonderful. Fine. What a show we're having. Uh, we're in the midst of radio wars with the Riz Show, the Fast Lane, and McGraw-Millhaven is declaring war on our show after our listeners soiled his presentation. So we got a lot going on, plus we've got Pissgate, and Ken Strode has been accused of being a culprit by the Riz Show. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, I wanna... Did I miss that? Well, the, the TMA has been... <laughs> Yeah, not, I didn't hear my name brought up except for texters. This show, KG in O Town. Well, who cares? Um, oh, hey, you got to be making some cash. Timmy O'Neill's been playing well lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that in a second. I mean, you, well, I, I, I want to start with. Um, I have something to add to this swinger conversation. So, if you could, I'm in Virginia. I went out on a hinge date on Tuesday night with this young lass, a 28 year old lass who went to Auburn. Who are you? you know, across the table from each other, opening pleasantries, and I tell her what I'm doing in town, and I tell her where we're playing the tournament, and her immediate response was, oh, my God, there's all swingers at that club. And I said, well, how do you know that? And she goes, well, they have lasagna parties over there that are code for swinger parties. At the country club. Lasagna parties, Doug. Yes. At the country yes. club? i I'm not going to name the club, but if you look at our schedule, you can deduce where we are. Why don't you get that information okay. to the Golf Channel during the broadcast? Yeah, well, Brand will mm. talk about it. It'll help their membership. Exactly. Um, but apparently, now, maybe I've heard this on your guys' show, but maybe I heard it somewhere else. In addition to these lasagna parties, as she called them, she also mentioned that there is an upside-down porcupine that people put on their front porch. Porcupine? Oh, a pineapple. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was a... Yes. Porcupine? Yeah. The hell? Yeah. Is, it, is it not a porcupine? Maybe I have the animal wrong. You put it's this animal... Pineapple. We thought, we thought it was down. a pineapple. 
That's it. That's it. It's a pineapple. I'm sorry. Oh, porcupine. I thought whole to we do. were out of touch. I mean, I lift up the needles. I mean, yeah. I guess the juice is uh, worth yeah. the squeeze, but. Uh, but the code here in Virginia for the swinger gatherings is a lasagna party. Obviously, I figured that was pertinent information, considering your subject matter, as I called in. But my main call, my main reason for the call was, Iggy, when did you decide to start sitting when you urinate? Yeah. <laughs> Reasonable question. I have no clue. I couldn't, I couldn't give you a date. Well, KG in O-Town says you don't. Well, who cares what he says? <laughs> oh. He's in it for some reason. I don't know. He's just sitting in the back was conference room. Was it like room. after 35 years old? Was it after oh, 45 yeah. years yeah, old? Like... Yeah, probably my 50s. Just started getting lazy. Certainly What was so. that? Somebody drop yeah, a button from their blouse? I know. I feel like I heard something bounce. I was looking around, Plowhawk. Nurse? Not nurse? Me. I, I, see my nurse? I, don't, I don't know. It's also confusing. I don't know. So how did your date go with this girl in Virginia? Uh, I, it was okay. It was, um, she was, so I asked her, I said, why are you single? She said, well, I was engaged for four years until May, and then I broke it off because my ex-fiance didn't have enough sex with me. Oh. Wow, wow, That was your wow. cue, right? That 100%, Doug. Normally, that's a fastball down the middle, right? Like, that's just <laughs> mm-hmm. Albert, you know, over Big Mac land. But I must say that the rest of the evening, she was just kind of, she was a little awkward. I mean, she was very well-breasted, yet. <laughs> you, um, you, like that? Breasted. you like that, Doug? <laughs> Sounds like a turkey. <laughs> but, but I don't know. She was kind of. I don't know. She worked in IT. She was a little stiff. I kind of felt like now there was a very minor, you know, PG rated scene in the parking lot after the meal. Uh, I gave her some tickets to the to the uh, tournament, but I just I didn't follow up with her. I just wasn't feeling it, to be honest okay. with you. Doug. Yeah. Uh, on a one to ten St. Louis scale, where would you put her? Michael's a harsh grader too, Doug. You Is know he? that when you go into his sure. class. Um, I'd give her a seven, and if she wasn't well-breasted, we're talking like five and a half. Okay, oh. I respect that. I now, respect these women are, are okay going on dates knowing that you're only going to be in town for a couple of days? Well, Doug, there's, um, there's a strategy involved. I really don't tell them that until <laughs> I get them in person. I see. Okay. <laughs> well, it is hinge, so um, it's usually I, sex involved. I, I feel like it goes better that way. When I tell them that ahead of time, then they really don't want to meet in person whatsoever. Yeah. Isn't Hinge the new, uh, isn't their slogan the app that's made to be deleted because you're going to, you're not, you're going to actually fall in love and get married? Yeah, Hinge, Um, what did you use? I haven't seen that. Um, I don't want to delete it. I think it's phenomenal. Really? Yeah, but I think their point is Um, it's not just a sex site. Uh, We have couples that get together on Hinge and end up getting married, so you delete the app. You're not going to need it anymore, so... Well, certainly it's a more classy app than a Tinder. Mm, I think mm. you'd understand that. And which one did Cassie have you banned from? Bumble? That was Bumble. Yes, I'm no longer allowed at Bumble. Really? Yeah, yeah that's where we first heard the story about somebody getting blocked. And Is that a failed shot at KG? No, yeah, I just don't follow it. And then he stole that, too. And oh, he, She marked me. What do you have to pay for all these apps? Are they expensive? Um, 
I mean, they're free if you want to just keep them as their standard level of use, but then you can pay like an extra 10 or 15 bucks a month to like, you know, maybe get another level of it. I haven't really gone there yet. Uh, But it seems like if you do that, the girl, like, from, cause I'll give you some options of, like, pay, like, eight ninety nine for this three-week stretch, and here's the girls. They, they try to sell it to you like the girls will be better looking, but, I mean, I don't know. There's so many <laughs> girls on the app. I just don't see any reason to pay any extra. Huh. So you've really got it figured out here, haven't you? Not at all. I mean, oh. not even close. I mean, I just thought it was funny that she brought up uh, the lasagna party. I had never heard that term. Me neither. And she was she was adamant about it. I mean, she um, she even told me during the conversation that like because I really pressed her when she told me that her uh, ex fiance wouldn't sleep with her enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was all over. I said, "Well, what did you do? How did you try to get him out of it?" And she said, "I even offered for him to hook up with another girl while I watch." Wow! Sounds like a good sport. Yeah. Gee, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's <laughs> he yeah. sounds like a dork. Mm. Yeah, maybe so. Um, but entertaining nonetheless. And then when I heard you guys this morning um, talking about this kind of thing, I figured I'd better call in. But I also wanted to call in for one other thing. I'd like to sponsor a table at St. Gabe's for the the trivia night. I can't be there, but... November 11th, Doug. Yeah, can can Bernie's or Bipolar sponsor a table at the trivia night? But then I was wondering, and maybe you guys can do something with this, can you gather eight or how many, how many people are at eight the table? Eight people at a table, table Michael. Eight people. Can can you guys pull people off the fan pen and put them together on a table or maybe get a group to take the table? Because, I, I, unfortunately, I will, will not be in town. Wow, what a gesture. I'm sure we could do that. Well, you sure. the listeners. I mean, what? Who, who wants eight people from the fan page? At a table? <laughs> Just give it away. And a lot add. of the fan penners are friends among themselves. We'll give listeners a chance. Not everybody. Well, he doesn't want to do page. that. He wants to give it to the fan page. Uh, it's not my table. No, it's wants, his page. He's sponsoring it. But it's not all about the fan pages. But he, this is Michael's what the sponsor calls. wants Thousands to do. Thousands of listeners who aren't on the fan page. Can, How um, could you get mad with this? <laughs> he's offering to buy a table. We don't want your money. Oh. Yeah, we can, do. Uh, can Mr. Licks bring a three and the Warson Woods Wacko could bring oh, a three? Oh, Bill. Really nice, yeah, oh, Bill. I don't know if uh, those parties are all on the fan page, but, uh, <laughs> wow, they could break bread, Doug. It'd be like, uh, is that Geneva where Gorbachev and Reagan got together? Was it, Were they in Geneva? <laughs> Might have is that been. Reykjavik? <laughs> they could sit on other sides of the table and scream yeah. at each other and say, well, there's the bipolar table. Now, I know that the Warson with Wacko has no problem people knowing who he was, but Lix doesn't want anybody to know who he is. He won't go out and I thought public. he hung out with Stephen Wildwood at his place on the day we... That's uh, one guy. Salt and Smoke. Uh, That's one guy. He, he won't meet the masses. I thought he was there with other people. Well, nobody would matter. If you can't feel comfortable in a Catholic school gymnasium, where can you feel comfortable? Yes. Amen. Yeah. I mean, the 80s and 90s were kind of touch and go at times, but yes. Well, a guy who's lies about everything he does on here, they're going to show up and they're going to know he's not rich. How would you know? Well, Just hey, you do, walks in the room. We need to assign you to get the table together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it sounds no, like you want this. No, you do what you want. It's your table. I'm just saying there's more people who would probably take you up on it and would like to do that and be at the bipolar Birdies for Bipolar table that aren't on the fan page. But you're eliminated. They have no shot if you're not on the fan page. Well, there's like 7,000 well, people a... on there, right? You only need eight. Yeah, and there's like 50,000 people listening to the show that aren't on the fan page. But this is a specific well, table he's trying to set up. I said it's not my call. I'm just... <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> it's his. 
I'm a social media misfit, so I need help to gather this group together. And Iggy, I feel like you're kind of an expert. No, I, want, I agree with that. I want no part of it. Where are you going to be, Michael? You already going to California or Florida? Well, if he plays well, we'll have to go to Phoenix. If he doesn't, I'll be in Florida. You're already starting that. You want to talk about how I'm jealous of it? It's this guy right here. Yeah. What? Uh... Isn't, it, isn't it cold there already? Yes. Oh, it's been beautiful. It's been like I mean, in it's the fine, 70s. But it's, you, know, you, know, you know, something wicked this way comes, and you know it. November, Doug, I mean, what are you going to do? Michael's yeah. going to be down in Jupetown, where Hinge is quite a scene, divorcee season, and he's going to be banging them two at a time. I'll just tell you exactly what's going to happen. They and he's going to be warm. They call it Hinge Town? Uh, Jupetown, Hinge season, banging them two at a time. Oh. That's what Michael's going to be doing. Where does he have to be to be in the, uh, the Charles Schwab Cup Finals? Yeah, 36 or better. Right now we're 40, I think, 40 or 41, somewhere in there. we got to play good this week. In the, in the, in the, we do have a tournament down in uh, West Palm, just south in Boca, in two weeks. So oh, we got to wow. play good these next two events. And he's, yeah. sa- he's safe um, for next year, right? Unless, like, there's a train wreck, yeah. He should be – I mean, he'll be okay. He's got, he won't get as many – if it ended right now, he would get, like – 17 events last year. He had 23 this year. All right. I so, thought if you finish in the top 56, you're automatically. See, I don't know how that works because you got guys that uh, are 50 that come out, like Steve Stricker when he's 50. You have a guy that may say, yeah, I made it. I'm, I'm exempt. And then Steve Stricker comes in. He goes right on the tour, and somebody's got to get kicked out. Yeah, that is true, actually. Your um, detail of the criteria is correct. So, yeah, from what I understand, like, 56 and, and below is not bad, but the closer you can be to that 36 or inside the 36, you know, you're, gonna, you're just going to get more events. But, yeah, that's another factor. Like, how many guys are turning 50 next year? How many guys are actually going to play? A lot of these guys that turn 50, they don't even think about playing. They just kind of ride off into the sunset. But some guys do. Like, we just had Boo Weekly come out. and So we'll see um, who comes out next year. But, um, yeah, if he plays well, hopefully we'll get inside that 36. I mean, but these guys, these guys are so good, man. I mean, he's capable of doing it, but uh, I don't think you need to set any expectations, good or bad. Yeah, what Freddie shoot last week? 62. <laughs> I don't know what Freddie shot last week. I mean, Freddie hadn't played in like a long time, Eggs. Where were you at with that? <laughs> I thought I saw where he shot a 62 in the final round. Didn't you caddy, and he was in the, your pairing a couple months ago? A couple of months ago, yeah, Iggy, that was a year ago. He shot 60 in the final round, literally a year ago. I just saw it on the uh, Golf Channel yesterday, so I don't know what they're doing. A year ago today, I guess, was the thing. I just saw it. It was, it was, it was last year's tournament in Raleigh, which we were in last week. That's where we were last week. Time flies when you have to sit to pee. <laughs> wow. I don't follow. Yeah. The, I don't follow the Champions Tour as, uh, as much as I should. Uh, Michael, uh, you know, recovering alcoholic uh, allows us to spend time with his uh, wife. You have a new friend here, Shrimply Pibbles, who sends in pictures of his wife quite often. And if this is really her, I would tell you uh, she would meet your standards. Says, I will bring my wife to the trivia table and like let Michael do things to her. That's from Shrimply Pibbles. Wow, what an offer. Well, Michael, <laughs> Michael said he won't be there, so there's that. Yeah, and I just, one of the things I've always stayed away from is messing around with married women, even if it's allowed. Like, I just. Hey, yeah, that's, that's, a good, that's a good pro tip, isn't it? Mm hmm. Yeah, it's not it my mantra. Do <laughs> Nobody wants a bullet to the back of the head. 
Yeah, have you ever yeah, seen I mean, that movie a... Unfaithful, Doug? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. I think I saw that. Yeah, Richard Gere kills that French guy with a snow globe. Oh, I, maybe I missed it. Because he was banging his wife. Yeah, yeah, things like yeah, that I happen. I don't want that happening. No. Yeah, the old snow globe. Doug, is that Oliver Martinez? I don't know who it is. Yeah, and then he was married to Halle Berry? Am I right on that? Is my nurse in? Is anybody seen? don't. Yeah, yeah, he was a lucky man. Yeah, Three dude. years. Uh, Dan in Phoenix says, Michael cannot have my wife, but then he just sent a picture of her in. He sent two girls in. And I think one's Thanks, like man. a young girl, like well, a daughter. What are we doing Dan here? Dan in Phoenix is on hold. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Boy, a lot, lot's going on in this show today, isn't it, Doug? Yeah, who did he say was on hold? Uh, Dan and Phoenix. Oh, okay. Can't wait for the end. Fellas, yep. fellas, I hate, to, uh, I hate to run on you, but I do have to roll. <laughs> okay, sorry to bother you. All right. Thanks for calling. Yeah, sorry. All right. Thank you, Michael. Find out. More about his wife, yep. and um, I'll, please I'll let, let me you know. know. Somebody let me know who I need to contact for the trivia night stuff. All right. Iggy sounds like he's roaring the sea on his sweater today. All right. Uh, Doug, Dan in Phoenix wants to offer up his wife? Okay. So. Uh, yeah, Dan. Hey, no, that's that's not the message. It was That was the Pibble guy that's offering the wife. Yeah, mine's well, the there's somebody who texted in named Dan in Phoenix. Oh, Michael cannot have my wife. Cannot. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference. Well, what are you offering us? Um, I could offer a barbecue, but it would have to, we'd have to find a way to ship it warmed. I don't think they do that. You can ship frozen, but. Oh. So. Not warmed and frozen barbecue isn't as good as. You really are in Phoenix. I am. Yeah. I'm driving to work right now. So that's why I'm calling (sighs) it. What the hell are you doing in Phoenix and listening to this? Well, I've said it before, if you would remember when I called in a few years Doug, why ago. don't you remember no, all the calls? Uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, um, I, got, I got out of St. Louis, so that's why. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. I don't like the way that you Weird. said that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's all right. It's not personal to this city. It's, uh, it's all right. It's okay. Are you enjoying Phoenix more than your time in the gateway to the West? A whole lot. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, in so many ways. Yeah, whoa, and, um, whoa, whoa. Yeah, there's like a, there's a charcuterie board of topics I could speak to if you wanted to start. Doug, where do you uh, like him to start? We, we can start with one and end with one or, or do multiple. Up. But like the, uh, I, thought of, I thought about the city comparisons recently because from a real estate standpoint, I know Plowsy was talking about, you know how real estate's crazy, and to get involved, and it is, it is bananas out here, um, like bananas. For me to make a jump in my neighborhood, up from like a seventeen hundred square foot house, it's going to be a minimum of five to seven hundred thousand dollars in debt. We literally passed the double wide that was redone in Sedona because we stayed in an Airbnb a couple weeks ago and it was for sale. I looked up the address and it was nine hundred eighty thousand. Oh my! A double God. wide trailer. It went. It went like I, I, people know what I'm talking about. It looked like a double wide trailer that was like advanced. You know, certainly kind of oh, had like a ranch house. I mean, a very manu- similar to a ranch, home? but it looked like a manufacturer. It was almost a million dollars, and it yeah. had thirteen hundred square feet. Uh, Peggy's husband has this message for you, Dan and Phoenix. Enjoy melting in the d bag capital of the world, mm. ass bag. That's oh. from Peggy's husband. Mm. He's not. A, he's not a fan of your move to Phoenix. That's fine with me, Peggy's husband. It'd be good to know the backstory because I meet tremendously 
more enjoyable and fine, gentle, kind people opposed to St. Louis, where you very quickly get put in a bucket of where you graduated from high school, you prick. Oh, oh gosh! Doug! How did it feel to be called an ass bag on radio? It clearly went over well. I try to stay composed, mm-hmm. but when pushed, I respond. Wow, I see. Wow, wow. Well, we're turning into Toledo, so that's probably why people are on edge. <laughs> Yeah, Who's yeah. Peggy? A big difference between the cities too. So it's so there's so many people that move here that you just get a natural social circle very quickly. Yeah. So it's it's a great place to live. You a swinger, the bro? Is crazy. You yeah. do a lot of swinging down there. I've heard there's swinging in my neighborhood. Is that right? Um, we do have a. I've heard about. That's true. Lasagna um, parties. I haven't been a part of that. I have oh. a young family, so okay. not really been a part of All right. that stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Is this Tucker? Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for calling there, bud. Mm-hmm. Did you just cut him off? <laughs> He's calling it up. I liked him. You just cut his mic. <laughs> I liked him, but I think I may have saved him an evisceration <laughs> yeah. on the text line. Oh, it's oh, that, sure that, it's that ship's that. already well. I liked the guy. That I liked the left Phoenix the port area. Five minutes ago. <laughs> I liked him. I, I just hang up for like the sake that like I think I want him to call in again, and I think the any longer. <laughs> It's a pretty weak call. This <laughs> <laughs> is kind of how you doing? How you doing, everybody? That kind of call. Pretty weak. I knew we learned nothing except for him. how much it cost to upgrade <laughs> a couple hundred square feet. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! This guy needs to find the nearest scorpion, scorpion nest and stick his tiny peepee in it. Oh. Go die, you Arizona simp! Gosh. That's from Shrimply Pibbles. Ugh. <laughs> Is this the guy who got cucked by an owl a few years ago? Cucked by an owl. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. That's from the Hunchback of Castle. Uh, have fun in your million-dollar real estate with no running water in five years. That's from the local agronomist. 100% chance that guy has a skeleton that he eats dinner with and calls mother. Oh. That's from Harbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> Worst caller of the year candidate for the year-end awards. That's from Scissor Me Timbers. Mm. There is no way that that 7-Eleven that this guy works at is that far from his house. Drop him. That's oh. from Herb's a hug. Plowsy <laughs> must have read that one, right? Went over well, yeah. <laughs> Phoenix is the fastest of Los Angeles. That's oh. from Peggy's husband. Is that true? Phoenix is I the fastest? I don't think so. I don't think so. If you were to poll all St. Louisans on whether they'd rather live in St. Louis or Phoenix, what percentage would say, yeah, sure, whoa, I'd rather live whoa, in Phoenix? Whoa, whoa. 70. 70%? Over St. Louis? Yeah. Hey, well, the, if depends on how you phrase the question. If you take out, all right, take out, you're not you know, leaving your family, your friends, whatever, but if you had your druthers, Phoenix or St. Louis. But that's what it takes to move. Well, it wouldn't be 70. There's not a lot of people are going to leave their, uproot their family to go to Phoenix. I'd leave tomorrow. You'd leave your family tomorrow? Yep. Bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. I'll come visit. I'll come visit. Huh. So you'd leave us, too? I work remote I mean, for Phoenix my family. Nice. Oh. Things would be nice in the winter and the spring and the fall, but the summers are brutal. Yeah, right? yeah, I think they would be, too. You can hardly breathe here in the summer for, like, three months. Well, for a couple weeks. We get a couple weeks of really awful summer, and then it's usually pretty nice. 
there, I mean, you're talking 115 degrees or more sometimes. And that's BS, that dry heat. That's nothing dry about it. But, it, it boy, it is great when the, in the fall, fall yeah. winter, here. spring, it's great. Yeah. Uh, Dan in Phoenix is texting in now. Come on out, Plowsy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love the area. More so my style than Madison's. I can handle... She doesn't like the uh, landscaped as much. You know, it's more the much desert. more rock, desert, very few plant and bushes. Scorpions, rattlers. I didn't, I didn't see the lack of water, though. And I know it's a thing, but... How about this? Worse than what says, fun fact, I left Scottsdale to move to St. Louis. How about that? Man, that is... Gosh, so depressing. What a development. <laughs> yeah, not many people come in that direction. I have never, and I mean never, seen more beautiful women in a concentrated area than Scottsdale. Now, that was a number of years ago, whether that be, and I'm talking about in the United States, whether Miami, Dallas, Los Angeles, New York, Landing, never more beautiful than Scottsdale. It's because it's a wealthy area? That's what it is, you think? Sure. You're going to see more like, people. But like in Palm Beach, which is the wealthiest area, it's also blown out with the collagen and fillers. It's like you're looking like an alien composite. <laughs> well, as they get older, probably. Not anymore. Jackson talks about his peers getting that crap shot into them in their 20s now. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's a mess. Younger than me. I'll tell you where I saw so many beautiful women, and I won't say it's more beautiful women than anywhere in the country or in the world. Cuba. I mean, I saw so many beautiful women in Havana. It was it was amazing to me. You would think it'd be just the opposite. Not a lot of money down there. Or no, can't take care of themselves. Don't exercise. Don't. God, just beautiful. So why'd especially, you leave? Especially on the beach. Well, I was only there visiting. Ooh. Move to Arizona, Plowsy. Oh. You two cupcakes uh, can rollerblade to the dog park together. It's from Jimmy Buffett's cute feet. Mm. Okay, don't shame me into staying in the, the what is now the new Rust Belt. Oh. When I mean rust, I mean We're the garden spot of the, the great rusty plays. balconies on the abandoned building that are downtown. I love the city. But they need to do better. Mm. I think almost every city you go to, there, there's there's a place in that city where you don't want to go. Sure. So you're not gonna I'm not gonna poo-poo St. Louis because they got a terrible downtown that people get shot and killed every night. Um, that was such a subtle. Please not never come here. Bad. Not quite but, that bad. Did they say that on the infomercial? The rest of the city. Missouri. The rest of the city. Maryland Heights is no. safe. Chesterfield out there. Wildwood. Wentzville. You know, down in the Loop. Well, loop kind of iffy. Um, <laughs> it's a bad library, Doug. <laughs> but they're going to want to make it good. Yeah, make good. But, but there's a lot of a lot of city, cities in the, all around the country that uh, I don't want to live there. There's this city there. Detroit's terrible. There's always every state has a city you don't there we want go. to be in. Yeah. Take that, Detroit. Right. Uh, never have I seen more beautiful women than since I moved to Tampa. Soho on a Friday, Saturday night is insane. Is there a Soho in Tampa? I haven't done a lot of tamping. I think I a Soho, know. I think in New York City. I don't know. Uh, that's Josh Bob Bill, and he shares a building with Keisha Gray. Uh, send your emails in Design Air Heating and Cooling. Email the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Comes right about 10 minutes, about 25 minutes. We're doing a thoroughfare Thursday on Balloon Party. Uh... Now, some people say that means we don't have anything. I've heard that criticism, and I reject it. I think it's fair. It's it's exactly right. The traffic's heavy in the thoroughfare. That's right. Thank you very much, Ricky. Uh, you like the uh, hoodies the Plowhawk and I are wearing? Some people like 
What is it? S P L T. Some people like things. And then on the back, take a look at my back and figure out we're going to shoot your shot. <laughs> uh, oh. And then it says some people don't like other things. Brand new T-shirts and hoodies available at tmastlshop.com. And you get 10% off when you check out. Uh, we'll close out the 8 o'clock hour at 9.34. This is TMA from the Global Studios.